Hey guys, what's going on? It's Brian here. Welcome to another episode of Brian's Repodcast. If you're listening to the this uh, podcast on the dates being released, it is Christmas Day. Merry Christmas to everyone who's listening right now who celebrates. If you don't celebrate, happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa. Hopefully you all are having a wonderful holiday season and spending a lot of time with family, friends, and food and drink. Oh my goodness. I hope you guys are the best. I wish the best for everyone. Uh, and uh, upcoming is 2020, so it's going to be super awesome. But before we start, I want to uh, say thank you again to Anchor.fm that hosts this podcast for free and distributes it to wherever you can listen to podcasts. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music. And uh, if you want, you can try it yourself because it's free. Also, before we continue, you can leave a voice message, any questions or any comments that you want uh, about this podcast in Anchor.fm. Brian's Republic. Totally check me out uh, there, and uh, hopefully uh, we can hear from you. Um, this episode, we're going to be chatting with Zealous Zam. He is a wonderful, everyone's wonderful, who comes onto this uh, podcast. <laughs> a wonderful YYC Calgary streamer. Uh, I'm really hoping that I can uh, continue chatting with these wonderful streamers in 2020. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. But without further ado, let's get into it. Boom. <music> But yes, I've just hit the record button. We're ready to go. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Zam, how are you? Hopefully you're doing well. Oh, uh, do we Should we be calling you Zealous as well, or is, is Zam okay? <laughs> well, that's the thing I always tell people. Zam's the name, Zealous is the adjective. Sometimes I say ad noun because I'm not the best at English, but you know how it is. Uh, yeah, Zam, Zam just works. Zam just works. That's good. <laughs> I uh I love I love the name. Um and uh, what are you zealous about? That's the real question. I'm just joking. I'll stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like to consider it more of like hyped rather than zealous cuz zealous comes yeah. sometimes with a a very religious term to it. It does. Uh, as well, I would like to say, you know, I had a bit of religion in my past. It's more of really mm. hyped. I get really hyped about some stuff. I get really passionate, very opinionated. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely a very opinionated person, so I'm just taking the secondary uh, whatever definition that you can find there. <laughs> don't don't uh, do number one. Number two definition is the better one for for zealous. That's good. Uh, did you? How did you start streaming, or what? What was? What's your background in streaming? Did you? Is it something that you just picked up naturally, or did someone tell you, hey, you know what, you should you should totally start streaming? Well, for this answer, we're going to have to go back into the way, way back machine. <laughs> way back in 2011. <laughs> it's, we, everything's uh, going wavy all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, no, but in, in 2011, that's when I joined. I don't know if you've heard of this thing called MLG. Uh, it's, it's a pretty big thing. Major actually. League of Gaming, right? Yeah, that, that thing died off, what, four years ago? I yeah, think it's I think still so. going. I think it's like a very slight presence left but i don't think they're that that are they that big i don't know i'm not i'm not that big in the esports i, I don't know activision bought them out and mm -hmm. then everybody was like they're gonna go into a different world where it's just activision games but aside the fact i was i was watching mlg and they were they were talking about this justin tv where you could go and watch live i went on i started watching mm -hmm. uh, i've been a viewer for a long time i've been huge into the starcraft scene uh and then i started to let my passion die there but I had this thing yeah. where nobody was 
streaming on Sunday. So I would wake up on Sunday morning and go, okay, so Twitch, Justin, TV's dad, whatever, what, what's going to go on? And that's when I was like, you know what? If I'm going to play video games on Sunday, why don't I stream it? That's that's a good that's a good mindset for sure. And so then you, people happen to enjoy it, and then it went from there, and it's become this horrible beast that I can't manage. <laughs> so you're basically a grand grandpappy of of oh, Twitch. Oh gosh, yes. You are Twitch TV, uh, um, OG Twitch TV or Justin TV. I mean, I I think I believe I I don't know if I created a an account during the, the Justin TV era. Um, uh, but I remember Justin TV and that was, that was something that was interested me too, just interested in me too. And I, I remember, uh, the Starcraft scene was really big as well, uh, during that I time. Justin TV was pretty much run by the Starcraft scene to start off with, with the, the MLG and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, at one point where, where there was, um, I don't know if it was the 2011, but it was something like uh maybe it's 2013 or something we there was the barcraft started happening and whatnot so <laughs> um people would go to the bars and watch starcraft games and uh it was it was very small few and far between uh not too many people were you know were doing it but when it did happen i tried to catch it and i think that's where we watched uh those games was on was on justin.tv and uh, when I started getting into into more of the the Barcraft stuff, it turned into Twitch. So yes, yes, it did. Actually, to chime in on that, the MLG subscription on Justin TV, I'm still subscribed to them. By the way, uh, it was a <laughs> one-time subscription, and you get a lifetime uh, emotes and everything else. That they don't use the account anymore, hilariously enough. Uh, but yeah, that that's where it all started. In is you buy the subscription and you. You'd get to watch MLG anywhere you wanted, in a bar, in, in your house, anywhere. It was amazing. That's why I got into it. That's why Justin TV did so well. And that's why StarCraft definitely kicked that, that whole scene off, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And uh, I, I enjoyed StarCraft. I I mean, many... Uh, actually, StarCraft is one of the first video games that I ever played with somebody on the internet. We would dial up into each other's phone, into each other's computers, and play uh, StarCraft. If I don't know if you remember, <laughs> if you remember that far back, I, but I think that was the first game I played as well because they had BattleNet, and usually you needed people's like direct IP to be able to access them. And yeah. nobody wanted to give that out. No, they still don't. But BattleNet was huge in making StarCraft multiplayer. Yeah, it's like just th even thinking about that, just having that that like nostalgia of starcraft uh you know that's that's pretty amazing how how such a uh small game now run by a multi-million dollar faceless cor corporation um <laughs> started off one of our one of the passions that i have which is which is streaming and i i uh i'm glad that it did that but um yeah that, that's that's pretty pretty amazing i think uh I, I, how long I, I don't know if you've you know my brother do you not yes i do how do you know Daryl? Uh, well, it was a Twitch meetup. Uh, mm -hmm. He was standing off on his own, I think, drinking something. I went over, I started talking to him, and he's like, oh, you must know my brother Brian. Ah. And then we started talking, and I hit his dreams a few times, and that that's really it. I do know him through a friend of a friend. Yeah. Uh, and that was really weird. <laughs> it's a very small world these days. <laughs> 
it is. Uh, I think um, Daryl was part of the original Calgary. Um, I think it was. Um, what's the that charity gaming thing that people do every uh, every year? All sorts of them. The um, main one I think is control, Extra Life. Yeah, Extra Life. He was part of the. I think the one of the groups of of the first iterations of Extra Life. And I remember my introduction to fully streaming was my brother streaming for 24 hours for Extra Life and raising money. So that was one of the reasons why I kind of... And I think that was during the time uh, Barcraft was happening too. So 2012, 2013 type of thing, right? So yeah, there's there's just so many things that streaming is, is so good for. And uh, I've, I'm, I, I'm actually... Uh, uh, excited of where streaming is going to move towards next. And I was I have a question for you. I, I know you have uh, a not so set schedule, uh, if, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's actually pretty set. Uh, I've I've been working on it. The hardest thing right now is my Saturdays because uh, not only do I get like to sleep in, that's the only day I get to sleep in. I like to work out before I I start streaming, so. <laughs> It depends on how lazy I am. It could be eight o'clock. It could be noon. It could be seven o'clock at night. Yeah, uh, but it, it's it's pretty pretty set. Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you so much for uh, for waking up early for for this. <laughs> I'll go work out afterwards, and yeah. I'll be good, and then maybe I'll stream later. <laughs> I appreciate your time for for doing this for sure. But yeah, no. Um. So yeah, there's there's some people who have been trying to figure out that uh, that streaming schedule and whatnot, and you know I I feel that um, it it's something that people struggle with, especially on a Saturday. I remember trying to do that, like exactly what you said. I really like sleeping in too, but you know after on a Saturday, especially on a Saturday, but at the end of the day, it's just like people just have to stay consistent and uh congratulations i think are in order i should have done this at the top of the <laughs> of the podcast but uh you've hit uh 300 followers uh yeah so on twitch uh i don't i don't know where on all my other social medias where i'm looking at yeah but yeah 300 on twitch that's so what does what do you think uh there's a lot of people who are who who listen to this podcast who are Still starting up, still in that, you know, 25, 50, 75 uh, follower count. Uh, getting to the 300 mark, uh, and I, I just did that just this past year, uh, but getting to that 300 mark on Twitch, what do, what, what do you think caused you to get 300 individuals to enjoy your content and hit that follow button? What do you think that, uh, that got them to, to do that? Well, to be honest, I think it's the birds. Uh, I have birds on my stream, and that that's what everybody comes for, right? The cute little animals? Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, personally, from my point of view, I don't typically look at how many followers I have. I mm -hmm. just turned around one day, and I saw 303, and it was like, wow, how do I have that many? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm more focused on the people that are active, the people that are viewing. Mm -hmm. uh, the followers can be definitely inflated by different bots by people who just come in with the raid hit the follow leave never come back so true i don't put too much emphasis on the follow uh the follower account but uh yeah it's an interesting question i've never really thought about why people follow aside from the birds i i, I could be a bit of a dork sometimes maybe they like being watching dorks maybe 
I think uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I've I've had my my little bit of success on Twitch as well because uh, hashtag hashtag pro streamer hashtag pro gamer uh, pretty much that's not true. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that you know, people people like the personality and that person personable thing. I've I've been in a couple of your streams as well, and you know, I think your ability to talk with chat and and to kind of uh, make your jokes and you know react the way you react, and it's not over the top. It's it's genuine, right? And of course, your birds are around. Um, I, I think that's one of the reasons why people people hit that follow button for the, the the streamers that i know is that when they when people stop by there's just a genuine you know uh like for the person on stream and they're like hey i'll give this person a chance and uh um yeah i i really i'm i'm really glad that we i found you and you you found me on uh on twitch and you know i i, don't, I bring this this follower count thing up is uh, because there's uh something that i've kind of came across on Twitter and you're pretty active on Twitter uh, way more than I am and uh, but as active as I am I do scroll through Twitter and see what the um, you know the kids are doing these days <laughs> I may oh, not darn kids yeah I may not look it <laughs> but I am nowhere close to the ages that people think I am um, <laughs> cause, just because of just because of, of the genetics of, of it all uh, I look way younger than I, I really should be and uh, uh and the funny thing is, is when I'm reading uh, some of the people who are, you know, smaller streamers and and whatnot, I just kind of take a pause and really think, hey, is that part of my my streaming culture in my brain? Uh, there was a guy, um, not not naming names or usernames or whatever. He the, and I, I highly doubt he'll ever stumble across this this uh, podcast or my stream ever, because I spoke about it on my stream, but. There is uh, somebody who is who no one no one hit the like button, no one commented and no one retweeted it because we all knew it was just a, a, a it was hypocrisy in, in his and he's being a hypocrite right and uh, he know he knows the answer he's just trying to vent it and uh, he was saying like I have over I, th I think it was like three hundred or four hundred followers how how come how come there's only Three people watching my stream. <laughs> I think I saw that. Yeah. Were you watching? Were you watching? Did you see? No, that I, I was watching his stream, but I, I think I saw that on Twitter. I think you retweeted it, and it was like, "What? What is this guy? Oh, Who oh, is, what is he even doing?" Oh my god. <laughs> I may have done it. I don't know if I retweeted it. Maybe I retweeted it blindly, but or you may have seen it. Somebody retweeting it on 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 who you follow, because I believe it's just such a small Twitter community with streamers and whatnot. And I was just scrolling through it, and I was just like, when he. When he tweeted that out, I, I kind of laughed a little bit because it, I think streaming, as far as, far as far as streaming goes, you really need to look at yourself in the mirror. I mean, let's, I mean, let's face it. It's not mirror anymore. You need to really take a look at yourself in the webcam, you know, and <laughs> give yourself a hard look and, tell you, and ask yourself, why are only three people watching my stream, right? Have you changed? Yeah, that, that's a rough question to ask. By the way, nobody <laughs> ever wants to ask it of themselves. But uh, I've I've been there. I, I'm sure you've been there. Oh yeah, that's why it's so relatable, right? But it's like it was my it was a relatable topic in Twitter form and in tweet form, and I was just like, um, and and I was very I was so close to like commenting and just be like maybe because no one likes you. I, I didn't want to be mean. <laughs> 
I didn't well, want that, that, That's me in a nutshell. I mean, I see those all the time. It's so hard not to tweet back at it. Oh. It's so difficult not to, right? Like you, you see it and it's just like, you, you, and you know, and you know that this tweet didn't come out of nowhere. You know that someone already said, maybe you should change it up. They, they know in their heart of hearts why people aren't coming to their stream. I know, I know there's a reason why uh, I'm in my, the niche that I'm in and the amount of people who hang out. I know why. And the truth for me, then the truth that I kind of give myself is that um, people are not fully interested in my content to be part of their lives all the time. And the reason why I say that is there's people who who have followed me over from when I from my YouTube gaming days streaming back into Twitch and they stop by literally once a month, maybe once every two months or three months. And they're checking up and they say hello and that's enough for them. And for me, that's enough for me. And I love the fact that there's people that, that who have hit that follow button on the, the Twitch side and the YouTube side who are still checking up and saying hello and knowing that I'm still here. That's that is something that uh, we all have to have to work on. We have also have to realize, aside from the fact that I've only been doing this streaming thing for for what almost two and a half, three years now uh, on YouTube and Twitch, we're still with the 300 followers. We're still babies, or I'm still a baby doing this as a uh, um, as a full time, not full time, but like a, having a schedule, right? We take a look at the people who are who have larger following and we wonder how come they have over 100 people it's because they took the time to stream eight hours a day every day for the last eight years <laughs> you know, know I, I, mean? I, I don't fully agree with that last comment the rest the rest of it I, I, i'm on board but yeah i don't think that by streaming you know eight hours a day every day is going to net you success it's more about the quantity uh, mm -hmm. sorry quality over quantity naturally for sure. because if you're just handing out like eight hours of ramen at a soup kitchen, people are going to come. Okay, yeah, sure. But if you're handing out like, I don't know, good clam chowder and some sort of sourdough bowl and you're yeah. only doing it for four hours a day, I yeah. think you might be able to get more recurring customers. No, but this is this is this is true, though. Right. Uh, and, and you're right. Quality over uh, over quantity is, is a big thing. However, what the problem is, is what new streamers are facing is that they see the Alinities and they see the ninjas and they see the Pokemanes of the streaming genre doing these eight to 12 hour streams for five hours a, for five days a week, seven days a week. Right. Right. But to go back to my analogy with the Alinities and that they don't see the prep that goes into making exactly again, those soups to make ramen, you put it into hot water, easy clam chowder, sourdough, especially if you're making it from scratch, that's a lot of work. It and is it's not necessarily live. Yeah, no, no, it, it is it is a lot of work. It's just that the they make it look easy. Is that people think that they've they don't see they didn't see the first Alinity streams. They didn't see the first Pokemon streams, right? And they don't realize how many things that they've changed, the actions that they've done and what they've done. You know, like the ninjas of of the streams, right? You take a look at their first streams. They're no they're nowhere the same the streams that they are now. And they they've really worked on it. And I think we I think. It's with anything, right? Like for people when I was in the music industry, um, 
I, I, I act as if I'm like, I was really big in the music industry. When I was in a band <laughs> trying to break into the music industry, it was almost the exact same thing, right? Yeah, wrote a couple of songs with your band, you put in all the work, and within a year or two, you're thinking like, well, yeah, it's time to, to gig and start to, to get noticed. But that's still such an early portion of being a band. You got to be like five, six, seven years before someone goes like, hey, their music is good. <laughs> Maybe we should hit that follow button for them. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, there's a, uh, who is that? Kings of Leon was one of the big things. They were around for nearly 15 years or something. They moved from the States to, to Britain, started gigging there, and then they finally made it big. And then people were like, whoa, this brand new band. No, they've been a band for like a, almost a decade and a half. <laughs> right? And people, people think that, people know that, you know, the, the, o, the OG streamers now, they've, they've worked, put a lot of hard work into it. And I think there's some people who should, like these uh, new, the newer streamers, they, they just, we just have to be patient. Right? Like, you're right. And to go with your quality over quantity, that's, that's my streams. I only stream for three days a week for two, almost two and a half hours. And that's all I do. I don't do any more than that. <laughs> However, I, I do also want to chime in on the, the, the uh, growth. Uh, I've seen a lot of streamers. I've been on Twitch so long. I've seen people that get this huge host of like a thousand people or whatever. You get some, nice. some people that stay. Uh, but I find that those kinds of raids are typically never going to help a streamer, especially yeah. a young one. Because you don't know how to handle it, you haven't been on it uh, the platform long enough to know what what people are looking for, what you need to do. Your production is definitely a slow grind to get it up, and it's it's a it's really hard to say that as a a new person you might not have the wherewithal to handle that many viewers, especially moderates or the, like having moderators, yeah. uh, robots, that sort of stuff in your chat to be able to handle it, especially if it's a different toxic community that just hosts you. So <laughs> yeah. there, there's a lot of growing that you have to do from the personal side as well as the production side, even get to where people would be like, okay, let's go find somebody who's actually really good at streaming. Uh, I don't know. Final Fantasy 14. That's a big one these days. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to stream it. But, you know, there are streamers that have good production quality, good uh, personalities, and they can they can definitely knock it out of the park. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, uh, yeah, especially with uh, Final Fantasy 14 and, you know, <laughs> from what I see on Twitter, apparently Final Fantasy 14 has... That's... But that's... That's how it, how it goes, right? Like, it's... Yeah, if you actually have the ability to... To to adapt and change for those larger raids and whatnot and um and you you still need to have the time to actually get better at what you do right like yeah well i i don't think i've ever heard of a a a super successful streamer that did made it within one year unless they totally had a business plan previously to really tackle all of the aspects of you know uh networking and uh, moderation giveaways uh schedule all of that stuff uh and also other content that they need to be creating to get people to stop by onto their stream and say hello i, I i've ne i haven't heard one of one like quote unquote real success story and maybe you have if you you've been around twitch longer than i think i have 
I, I'm just trying to rack my memory. Most of the people that I see that come in with a lot of uh, monetary support or corporate support, I also want to throw that one out there. That's a really good one that mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of instant growth. A, a company's back and you already have a sponsor. You definitely can get a lot of quick views. But as soon as that sponsor, that, that corporation back and you falls off, I, I see a lot of people fall off there as well. Yeah, it, 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 it's a constant grind. It's uh, and I think I, I don't know if I was uh, someone was talking about it either on my my Discord server, but it's just like there's a difficult there's difficult times within being a streamer, right? Some days it's really really good. Some days it's really really not, and you got to take take it uh, both ways. And I mean, you know, it'll be I, I what I love is also those people on YouTube who tell you like grow from zero to 10 viewers you know like or something like that and it's just like you you listen to what they say just but you need to listen to it with a grain of salt and i think that's why there's a lot of people who uh who have you know fallen off because they listen to those people and they're like well it didn't happen so i guess i'm gonna stop and i think that's the worst thing you can do is 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 stop after you've had a, a not so great stream like you people will have great streams i've had fantastic streams actually all of the all of the streams that I've had were all fantastic. Um, there are days where I'm tired, but there are there are days where you kind of question, hmm, how do I interact better with my with my people watching me, right? And and I, I think that's the that's the bigger thing. And when we're, when you're when you have when you see the follower account too, it also gives you a little bit of a, an inflated uh, people see an inflated understanding of what what you're doing, <laughs> and they go like, well. He obviously is is getting the followers and it's just like yeah but these followers were were hard to come by all the way till now right this is almost two years on, on twitch on the twitch platform right these you know seeing 300 some people who only have like 10 or 20 followers so far they're just going like oh, okay how come i'm not growing as fast as this guy who has 300 it's like but I'm I'm not growing that fast either. I'm like I'm like yourself, Zam. I try to uh, build the relationships that are already there in chat and uh, create a, at least a little bit of a community that that can stop by every other every time now and then. You know, see, that's a completely different uh, perspective and attitude to have than if you were to have say a thousand viewers currently on you. You can't interact with the chat that much, so. Again, it's mm -hmm. going to come to a time where you do change from being, you know, building those relationships to what are you doing as a streamer? How are you actually entertaining people when you can't connect on that kind of level? Yeah, and that's something I've been struggling with too. Is, uh, is if at any point in time that the that you know a, a bigger rate or more people start watching, I'm afraid that I might lose those connections and. I'm, and I think that that it will happen um, because there's no way that you can handle 150, 250, 350 plus people talking in chat all at the same time. And uh, I don't know if you've you've prepared for that in inevitability, but, you know, it's one of the things that kind of scare me a little bit. And people are like, oh, well, you wouldn't be scared if you had 300 people watching. I'm like, well, it's kind of tough when you're when you can connect literally on an individual basis on most of my streams to me you know you'll get my <laughs> my interaction with you right away whereas 
I've made fun of it before, where it's just like calling everybody chat. You go like, hey, chat, let's go and do this. But you only have two people watching you. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I do it all the time, unironically. <laughs> it started ironically. Now it's gone into, oh, oh, I, I dropped it on my boss the other day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, don't, don't call your boss chat. That doesn't work out well. And then they find out on Twitch. And then you're like, oh, please don't report me to HR. Don't watch my, don't watch my stuff. <laughs> exactly right it's just like it was it uh, i i found it if you're gonna do, do it as a as kind of like being meta you know <laughs> you're, you're just like this is how twitch streamers talk hey chat how's it going versus you know you're going <laughs> you actually go to literally one person's watching you and you call him chat <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do that. <laughs> it just but I also do it to streamers too. Like I'm sure you've seen it where I come into your your yeah. your, your stream. Hello, streamer. I'll, uh, I have a question. <laughs> yes, it's so good. I love it. It's it's just I know it's all jokes and stuff like that. But I remember, I remember one time. So this this streamer was so, it's not, it wasn't you obviously, but it was this streamer so passionate. Just I'm just like looking through, just saying hello and whatnot. And literally no one is, is, is obviously interacting with them. And literally while he was talking, he, he was practicing and I was like, I commend him for that, but he was practicing talking to a, a blank chat pane, calling people chat. And there was like two or three people who were watching him. And I was just like, damn, am I doing this wrong? Am I, should I be calling, <laughs> should I be calling my chat chat? And those are the weird thoughts that go into my head. So, <laughs> uh, well, we all have weird thoughts. Boy, I, I have a ton of them. Like, uh, what's a weird thought I was thinking about the other day? Ah, I have so many shower thoughts, and then I forget about them. It's it's so terrible. It's that's like what dreaming. You know, you wake up in the dream. You forget. Oh yeah, no, you're. That's why your uh, your Twitter is is pretty funny because you're you're asking all these questions. <laughs> oh God, my polls are yeah, outrageous. So, sometimes. Your polls are fun. I love it. Oh, well, that, that, that's one. Of, I don't want to call it my shtick. I, yeah. I always want to know what people's opinion are uh, or is, I guess. Uh, I, I'm very thirsty for knowledge. Mm -hmm. I want to understand people's perspective. I want to stand, understand their opinion. And, yeah. you know, those polls have been really great at helping you understand, you know, maybe people like chicken nuggets. Maybe they like sweet and sour sauce. Mm -hmm. Some people like barbecue. And it, it definitely gets into your head of, am I am I a chat full of, people who put ketchup on their mac and cheese because gosh darn i don't want ketchup on my mac and cheese who does that <laughs> and i bet you that's that's one of the ways that you've probably grown too do you know anybody who who's found you on twitter because of your your polls uh no i don't think so most of my viewers come from like personal interactions with people in chat or mm -hmm. uh personal interactions in, in real life uh or, or they stumble upon my stream and i don't know how they do that but they do yeah. and uh I'm, I'm very interested to always find out how people the, the are, are you a moderator for any streams i used to i stepped down because moderating is a double-edged knife that never ends well for me yeah i don't doubt it how how long were you moderating for your last your last stream before you decided this is enough for me uh oh gosh that one wasn't that long it was maybe a year wow well that's that's pretty long that's a tenure that most people can't say they've they've moderated for a channel <laughs> like, I, I suppose there are people that haven't moderated but uh it, it's very difficult as a moderator to go from 
what I used to enjoy was I would play a game and I would have somebody on the side so that you, it's like how I used to watch TV on the side, but TV was garbage and I got rid of it and replaced it with Twitch. But I can mm-hmm. watch a person on Twitch and whenever there's a moment or a lull in the game, boom, right back into Twitch chat, I can drop some messages. So yeah, I, I do it that way. And as a moderator, it's kind of hard because you can't play games because the game is chat and it, it gets really rough. Oh, no, I, I don't doubt it. And uh, <laughs> what... When you're a moderator, you have a lot of responsibility and, and, uh, there's, and it's, and it's a, it's a thankless job in a sense as well, aside from the thank yous that you do get, but (laughs) it's a thankless job to be a moderator and, you know, you know, raising the banner flag for, for the streamer that you're, you're supporting and whatnot. And, uh, what was your, what was the hardest thing for you as a moderator that you had to do? Oh gosh, there's a lot of hard things I had to do as a moderator. Uh, the the hardest top of the thing uh, would be the drama, dealing with everybody's drama. Yeah. Not only the viewers' drama, the other moderators' drama. There is so much, and, and you're pretty much having to be like a, a mediator or a psychologist all in one. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets rough on, on the the emotional drain that you go through. No, I don't doubt it. And were you were you doing? Is this why you actually ask those questions on Twitter <laughs> to, to find out? Do you do that? Did you do that in your chat as well? Just be like, are these are these people mac and cheese on ketchup type of people? <laughs> was, was that the drama you were stirring up? I'll stop. <laughs> no, no, no. That that that's easy drama. You don't put ketchup on your mac. Everybody knows that. The mac has to be the hundred percent realistic. You got to have the flavor they intended. Except for craft dinner, that that's a bit weak. They've changed the recipe for craft dinner. They have. I can't believe that. They uh, did. But for, for moderation, it, it comes down to like a difference of how you moderate and how mm-hmm. the channel wants to be moderated. Uh, so, for example, what you think you're doing for your channel is great for a small stream because you, you get to say what goes. But when you're up to like thousands of people and you're missing messages and you're relying on people to make these calls, if you don't have solid rules... It leaves a lot of room yeah. for interpretation, and a lot of people interpret it so many different ways, especially as soon as politics or anything close to politics comes in. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we had a, a certain point where during the elections in the States and also Canada happened, uh, some people talked about, oh, yeah, we're going to go out to vote, and they're like, politics banned! <laughs> I, I know people that did that. You know, I'm just like, no. What are you doing? What are you? Ta- what are you doing? They weren't talking about politics. They were saying we are going out to vote, and you all should vote, whether you're whichever party you're going to be voting for. Like, politics. <laughs> they were losing their mind. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, I, it's all right. I, I, I am on the let's not talk politics going out to vote. Yeah, that that's not politics to me. But yeah, you know, if you start talking about candidates or parties. That's politics. Oh, that's politics. Yeah, no, for sure. Actions, that's different. No, for sure. Or even, even like, um, (laughs) and I have a feeling it's going to happen too. And of course I'm exaggerating this, right? But there's just like, there's some people who are in the past in my stream where we're just like, wait a minute, that's a little political there. (laughs) Well, calm down. That wasn't political. They were just saying, you know, because my 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 stream I, my channel is called Brian's Republic, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 my moderators have to be on their toes because uh, technically I can start going into the politics stuff in in uh, I guess in joke form. What's the word? Being in a jovial manner because it's a republic. It's a 
it's kind of like a uh, it's an irony. You, you can't have a republic that's called Brian's Republic because it's his republic, right? And they, my my uh, followers and the people who watch me, they call themselves and I've not, they, not that they they call themselves, but I've labeled them as uh, Brian's Republicans. <laughs> yeah, and I've also seen people come into your your chat and be like, "Oh, what are you a Republican?" This was during the the elections as well. It's like, yeah. "What are you doing? Who comes to Twitch to to talk about?" uh republicans democrats whatever what are you doing with your life go go out and play a video game <laughs> yeah exactly right it's it's just so funny it's just like i know for sure and, and it's like during during my streams like there, there may be like some questions but if if i were to do let's say a twitch sings and it's a christmas song there might be somebody somebody like looking at my rules and going like, wait a minute wait a minute this is religious <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying it's going to be a moderator. I'm I'm just saying like in the past, there's people who are moderators and not moderators who question like some of the stuff and they're, you're, you're like, it's like, it's open to interpretation and you're going, wait a minute. Was that, were they talking about politics? Should I be banning them right now? <laughs> yeah. And then you have a mod that bans them. And then you have another mod that's like, you were too harsh. And then you have moderator fights and it's like, oh my goodness, why can't we just, why can't we just get on the same... I, it's like I feel like that's uh I, I feel like that's like a rite of passage to for a streamer and whatnot. I, I don't know um uh, who mods your your streams, but have you had to deal with that in your your stream itself for with your moderators? No, and here's why. Being from the moderator perspective, yeah. I actually think that moderators uh are are there for the the small things. They shouldn't be there to make the call whether somebody's going to be banned. That that's pretty simple because if you have keywords that you know aren't going to be cool with your your chat, you can add those to a bot. You can get people banned, no problem. The robots can take care of it. Mm -hmm. If they have a problem, it was a robot that did it. Sorry, I'll unban you. But as soon as somebody, a person, does it, you're now holding that person accountable. And I don't want that to happen to any of my moderators. So mm -hmm. I, I have my bot. Let's 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 be honest here. I'm pretty laissez-faire with my chat. I, if you want to talk <laughs> about anything but politics, yeah, I'll entertain. If you if you want to be, I guess, racist, sexist, whatever, I'll shut you down. I'll, I'll socially shut you down and, yeah. and belittle you for that. But I'm not going to just out and ban people for for that kind of content because mm -hmm. I, I I like to hear people's opinions as always. So exactly, if, if you come in with a controversial opinion, trying to get a rise out of me, try and get my moderators to ban you, that's that's probably not going to happen by chat because of the community I'm building as well as I'm a lot more tolerant of a person. I want to say that's that that is fair. There's 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 a lot of things right like um there's like innuendo that you have to kind of gauge as well, right? And you're like, was that was that something that shouldn't be in my chat? Like even for me, as I kind of read things, and you know, my moderators do their best to to do to to uphold those rules and whatnot. And it's just like I've seen it in some other streams as well, where yeah, there are moderator fights, and it's pretty funny. Um, and but it, it's also another big thing too uh, in in Discord. Um, I don't know if you have a Discord, do you? Yep, it's yeah. actually pretty bumping. I I was surprised it's at that good. the other day. I I thought. My my Discord would be like five people with it all muted, and I'd mm -hmm. be screaming into the void. But there's people that actually talk, and I'm I'm a part of so many Discords yeah. that it is screaming into a void. And I don't I don't know why people like my Discord. Maybe it's because I'm active. I'm
maybe maybe it's it's most likely it's because of your your active and I, mine my discord is is a mode of communication throughout throughout too so it's technically the void that you mentioned as well uh but it, it before it was not like this actually there was it was really busy and there was so many things but when it, with the busyness came the uh the drama and you know it's just like it's a bunch of people with different ways of life and points of view and it was it, it doesn't matter who you are if you end up getting um any sort of uh community going there will be people who agree and disagree who will and the bit the worst thing about it all is that uh chat does not show inflection so someone can be very dry with their response and they could be very very rude right but that's how they speak and you're I, like i don't know if you know this but i'm i'm incredibly rude i'm incredibly i i say what is on my <laughs> mind if you put a dumb comment on twitter i'm coming right at you i'm i'm that rude dude who will, will not let you just post something dumb and get away with it no yeah. no I'm don't at me that's <laughs> zam says don't at me that's why <laughs> No, I I just find it uh, find it crazy that uh, that there are those types of situations in drama and um and uh, I feel like we're not only are we you know creators and and uh, entertainers and whatnot we end up becoming you know like an over overseer of of the moderators and all the people in chat and they're just looking to you to be like well who's right Brian I'm like I can't say that. As a man, as a person in in my professional career, as a manager, uh, as a salesperson, you know, I take everything into the corporate aspect of everything, right? And I'm just, just, I'm just like, well, figure it out, guys. You guys are adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, some people aren't adults. I found, you know, on the internet, you can never tell someone's age. They could be an this adult. They could be sixteen and be very mature. Like I. I am not 16 and I am very immature, so I, I'm a prime. Yeah. It's, it's just, <laughs> I just find it funny though. It's just like, uh, you're right. The internet is, is full of different ages and whatnot. And that, and I think that's what my stream was, is, uh, was a little bit of uh, family friendly and anybody can come in now. I've just, I'm in a transition phase in the, in the content that I create and I, and I make, and most of my video games that I played are pretty much PG. Um, but if I get into the good stuff, like, you know, the last of us or something, uh, it becomes, you know, a more of an adult themed theme stream. And I'm just thinking to myself that, you know what, I have to try and figure out what, what my, what my new format is going to be. Nothing's going to be fully changing on, on who I am or what, what I do, but it's just like, um, aside from the fact that we know most of the people who, who watch my streams are adults and they understand, like they, they get all the references to my 1990s, my 1980s, uh, references. I can pretty much, we can pretty much gauge, uh, uh, age within my, within my community. I just, I think now I, I have to try to maybe put my thing as 18 plus. Are you 18 plus on, on, uh, uh, on Twitch? If I'm not, I should be because I, I believe I checked that off because I am not a PG, which is a question I really find interesting. Mm -hmm. And I want to get your perspective on this. You mentioned that a lot of your community is adults and that you're, you're trying to be PG. 
why are you trying to be PG for adults? Well, because I was playing, I was playing Sonic the Hedgehog at one point, and I was attracting the younger audiences. So I was pretty much PG for most of the for most of my time streaming. So okay, and you're trying to go more. I don't want to say you're trying to go more adult. You're just noticing that there's more adult content that you can be capitalizing on. I just find it very interesting that. Uh, like not not saying yourself, but a lot of people do pigeonhole themselves into being, I don't want to say the most positive chat or whatever, but they become very PG. And I find that very limiting, not only on the amount of people that you can draw in, yeah. the the stuff that you can create, the stuff you can say. I just, I find it very limiting. I, yeah. I won't find a better word for that, but it, it's so constrictive and I don't like it personally. And I, I always find it interesting to find out why you wanted to do it. Well, the reason why I I started doing it is because I had I I don't swear right, but I swear on here. I swear, I swear in real life all the time. Uh, and if you get me get me riled up, you'll you'll hear uh, you know a couple f bombs here and there on on my podcast. But you know, on stream when it's live and it's accountable, even for me as a person, I really don't like I really don't like swearing. You really need to have a context of you saying an expletive you know what i mean like it can't just part be part of your uh your vocabulary it's just too lazy in my honest opinion like i i'm not saying that people who who speak that way are lazy they you know they'll they're honest and this is how they speak but to me as as myself as i judge myself you know it's too lazy for me to just you know put the f words whenever i want to or when you do hear me swear, uh, I can emphasize that I am absolutely frustrated. Do you know what I mean? So oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to just take that and internalize it because I am exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. On my chat, I will say, oh, my goodness, instead of, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I will be like, oh, sugar shacks. That's, yeah. that's my yeah. favorite one. I'm like, why am I saying these things that I never say in, in like, an everyday conversation? Yeah. And when you say, oh, yeah, it's because, you know, they're they're lazy. That really hits a chime with me personally because when I'm lazing around or I'm just shooting the shit with the guys playing video games, that's when you know I start swearing because I'm not putting yeah. that emphasis into what I say, and that that's why I can also agree with you why I think people are lazy when they say it because I'm being lazy. Yeah, like I I don't I I can totally have a stream where I swear all the time, but then you just run out of words to say. <laughs> yeah, what is there like sixteen of them maybe? yeah like you could do all those things but it's just like and and that's that's why i, I kind of had it into that pg-13 type of uh chat that i have and and the content that i have because i wasn't you know aside from the fact that final fantasy games if you're not really paying attention they're all pretty freaking violent <laughs> i've never played a final right? fantasy except for 10 i got to Blitzball and then i rage quit because i couldn't control my character <laughs> Um, yeah. in Final Four, I think I went to the second town and I put it down and everybody. They were they just like, well, that sucks. Oh no, it was more of a, I'll pick this up later. And then like two weeks later, I forgot everything I've already done where I am with the game. And it's like, yeah. uh, yeah, that's will me. I want to play this again? No, yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing, right? It's just like, yeah, but there's swords and shields and magic and death and all that stuff. And. You know, <clears throat> very adult type of 
you know, scenarios. But since it's in video game format, people are just like, oh, it's just a video game, right? But like even for me, when I was playing Sonic and uh, doing my Sonic the Hedgehog kind of pilgrimage there, you know, I got, you know, kids are like, I like Sonic. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is not, <laughs> this is not an adult. <laughs> you, could, you could totally tell that it's like a nine or ten year old kid just like i love sonic you're fun and i'm like weird this is i've never interacted with with um the young a younger audience like should you be on on i think it was youtube gaming where i was so i don't think there was a full full child restriction during that time but uh for like kids under 10 or something like that like this was like two years ago and i knew it was just like well I better watch what I say because now, like on my Saturdays, I have these these people, these younger viewers watching. And then even on my streams during the evening, I would get some high school students. They're just like, oh, I'm studying for for my geography <laughs> geography test tomorrow, calculus or something. And they're just like, oh, you're in high school. Like they they'll <clears throat> they usually give up how how old they are pretty quickly because they're just like they're just like just watching you watch, do my homework and i'm like who says homework <laughs> you know that's why uh, that's I, why actually i say homework a lot i i uh, my career leads me down the path of almost always being in school yeah i almost always have homework because if i am in class i'm usually getting lectured uh and then i have to do it outside of work so it becomes homework yeah, uh, yeah. i do it a lot. oh that's fair and well, I, I we usually dig too, just to make sure. So we, I, I at least I do. My moderators do too. Is just like we want to make sure that we're not, you know, talking, talking to, and uh, you know, ex ruining some kid's brain because I, all of a sudden I'm swearing and swearing, and I have content. That's why I'm also very conscious about the way I do things um, on stream as well. Is yes, I pigeonhole myself into that PG thirteen type of content, but. I also feel like myself, I should be more of like PG-17, I think. So, I mean, in, in that sense, I think that's where we're, I'm kind of moving towards. You know, you can't do memes if you're, if you're like totally child-friendly, right? And you can baby shark the heck out of it. Yeah, you could do it all you want, but there's just, it's just, for me, it's just like, I, I, We've we've come into so many gray areas with some of the the moderation on the channel that we're just, I'm just like hmm I think I have to you know raise the age of who I'm targeting and <clears throat> if there are young younger viewers we we will have to be like well sorry younger viewer you you can't go apparently I don't know was it, what was that uh, last my last podcast with uh, one of my 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 friends in uh, in the UK he used to be a moderator. And since the channel was 18 plus, he was banning people who were not 18 plus. That's because it's part of the Twitch terms of service for being an 18 uh, plus channel. If you, if you know there are people that are under 18, you're responsible. So if you don't know, that that's a great phrase of saying it. But if they can prove that you should have known or did know, mm -hmm. then you're also complicit. So that that's why a lot of people are very aggressive now don't take my word for law this is why people explain it but i just don't talk to talk about age i don't deal with it because i, I value opinions from everybody some yeah. people have lots of dumb opinions like myself uh but it, it's still interesting to to hear about it and getting people's different life perspectives because a, as i go about my whole knowledge for thirst or thirst for knowledge whatever i'm not very good at english again uh it's very 
interesting to see what the new kids are thinking versus the older okay boomer generation is thinking and it, it leads to a lot of good conversation and that's why i'm not I, i'm not one to shut down any sort of conversation because it, it's great to find out where society is at except i don't have a society i just have a community no for sure and uh you know that's that leads me to one of the reasons why I didn't fully put myself in 18 plus and kind of pigeon my hold, hold myself on that thing is just like, I, you know, I think you can, you can talk about innuendo. And I mean, if you think about it, most of the, the content that we consumed, I think you and I are in the same, same generation, uh, had a lot of innuendo in it. And then when we rewatched it as we were older, we we're going like, wait a minute, that's a very adult topic to be inside a children's uh, movie. And it's just like, and that's probably one of the reasons why it's just like how do we fully moderate 18 plus and i i guess it's a i have to i have to i guess jump into that pool and really understand it and and uh move forward on it and it's like what does what does now what does 18 plus now mean to me uh 18 plus means now it's like oh since we're all 18 plus it's time to it's time to talk about <laughs> i don't know what well, do eight, what do eighteen plus chatters really talk about? I don't know. Like it's like they they talk about the exact same stuff from from my experience. They just drop a couple more swears. But to to, to touch on your <laughs> your comment back there of our generation, what we consume, it's still the same. It's just we changed our perspective. And I feel like it's this this game that society is playing. I notice it on the radio all the time where, you know, you can't say things on the radio. Why can't you say those things? Because yeah. then we're talking about the subject. So we play this game where we're talking about it, but we're not talking about it so that we we aren't complicit in, in that's what we meant. We can have that plausible di deniability. And then it, it comes back to you, you listen later or you listen older and you're like, ah, I get it. I get it. When they say floofter, they mean the butt. Ah, it's, it's clever. <laughs> no, it's not clever. It's like, why are we all playing this game? It's because there's people that don't like certain top subjects. And so we just beat around the bush all the time. And I feel like PG streams and PG radio stations, TV, they all play that game of beating around the bush. Some people love that. Me? No. Cut right to the chase. Let's, let's get it done. Let's get it over. Yeah, exactly. Now, that's that's a really good uh, good perspective on it. It's just it's yeah. I guess I've I've been beating around the bush on it, but it's it's all also just like how does eighteen? Well, see, that's another thing too. How does swearing constitute eighteen plus? Uh, because it's acts that people don't want to typically talk about. Like oh, okay. imagine. If you go into a Call of Duty lobby, nobody wants to hear how they're having the sexual relationships with your mother or what they did last night with somebody's girlfriend. Nobody wants to hear that. But if you beat around the bush, people want to hear that because they know it's a game. They know, ah, I get where you're going. I get it. I'm part of the cool club. Yeah, exactly. And, and does that mean that that's the 18 plus? Is that how they, they kind of push it that way? Like. You know, you you talk about teabagging, especially when you're talking about uh, Call of Duty or something like that, or Counter Strike. Where for me, back in my uh, when I was younger, uh, you know, we would we would talk about that, and it's pretty funny. And now now you say something like teabagging, and it's just like, oh, you just offended like a whole section of people. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm fine with offending people. Uh, I I don't have a problem with it because people offend me all the time. I get over it. If you can't get over it, that that's your issue. We could talk about it, of course. But I, I'm going to definitely teabag. That's part of my thing. I I will teabag when I want to teabag. Yeah. I will if I'm playing a female character. What is the term? Clam slam. I will clam slam <laughs> if I want to. Um, 
But you, you just can't go out on a podcast and say, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm a clam slammer. That's yeah, that you are the wrong way. You are you're totally a clam slammer. I was talking about getting uh, some tea and, and some hot water, you know, a tea. Oh, stop. I'm just Oh, joking. okay. Sorry. I'm just I, I was going to go later and, and hit the clam bar. I'm going to slam a couple clams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that <laughs> Gotta get that protein in my mouth. Oh God! Why oh am I saying God. these things? Online? It's so good. It's perfect. It's perfect. And this is what I mean, though, right? Like, <laughs> if you go into that direction, you just like, you know, there's people in the chat, and then moderators are now have to go like, oh, was this tea bagging talk? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, clam bar. You know, like, oh my gosh. You just like, you know, you just gotta. I, is, does that constitute eighteen plus? What we just I, did I would say that would be no, because, again, that, that's beating around the bush. You didn't say specifically that you're going to put the P in a B. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, I'm trying to be PG-13 yeah. for you, but... No, I, no, I no, no, you don't have to be... No, you don't have to be PG-13. The, the podcast is, is a very free and open uh, conversation, and if, if at any point in time you feel like I have to cut something out, just let me know, but it's... Uh, it's all good. No, I, no I, I totally agree with you. I, I feel like the podcast itself is, this is why I kind of create, created the podcast is so that I can, you know, like hash out what, how I speak and what, what, what is, you know, important to all the streamers that I know that I respect and admire and everyone who's on, on here, just, you know, you just give me a little bit more ammunition in, in, in how I kind of present myself and now how I present my stream. It's just like, you know, there's some people who, who will totally be 100%, uh, their, this is how it's supposed to be and you know you it's black and white and you can't do it and then there's other people who are just like well i can totally see uh all of that and not only that we also have to take into account we're on the internet and words mean words don't have inflection so do you you know do you judge it on the way they spoke it yeah but if it's in text you don't really know whether or not they're joking around or not sometimes right so yeah, that's we've I've gotten and we've gotten into some situations where we've had to really overanalyze a couple of chat messages and stuff like that within Discord and and just be like, what was the context of the conversation? How did we do? How did we do the best we could in our moderating skills? Were and another thing too is I have a question for you, especially with being a moderator for a year. Have you ever been a moderator that had a bad day and just went, well? Not taking that from you, Ben. I would Time love out. to say no, mm -hmm. but absolutely I have. I have them far less than a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to struggle. It's few and far between because if I'm having a bad day, I'm about to time someone out. I was that moderator that would be like right into your DMs. Yo, man, this is bothering me. Let, let's solve this because I obviously you don't want to get banned. You're like this person. That's why you're here. I don't mm -hmm. want to ban you because then you go and cry to the streamer and then it's my fault. So... Let's hash this out rather than in chat, boom, instant ban. No, that's that's not my style. However, I've seen so many, so many moderators do that. Uh, and that's why I'm on the side that, again, don't have people do this. Have robots do it. There's less personal touch to it. There's, there's a lot more uh, leeway that you can get with. Oh, I didn't mean to ban you. It was a robot, whatever. It, it's, it's very common, especially if you have buzzwords that do trigger you. If, yeah. if it's something that you can go back later and be like, ah, it's not a problem. Let's unban you. Easy. But when you have to unban somebody who is banned by a person, 
that's that's a problem because now that person thinks you don't value their opinion you don't value their moderator skills yeah it becomes very very questionable very dramatic uh it's, it's very emotional for sure no i don't doubt it and, and that's that's some great 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 info as well it's like what for for anybody who wants to become a moderator for any stream like these are the things that you gotta have to think about like don't 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 be in a pissy mood and be moderating if you know that you're not having a good day and things are just triggering you more than the streamer because you just the streamer's allowing it uh and you know and you're just like well i don't like that just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it was offending anybody right and you got you just gotta have to step take a step back and just be like was that said or written in malice towards somebody or are you overprotecting because you have the power to ban right like that's something that be a moderator there's a lot of things to to think about when you're when you're a moderator and i'm just i just like i commend everybody who who has that self-control and sometimes it's just if you're having a bad day you just gotta step take a step back uh what do you what do you think what what's your advice to people who are who are in in a not so irritable uh, well not not so irritable but in, in an irritable mood and are moderating well my first comment is never become a moderator uh <laughs> it's the age-old thing you know you never want to be yeah. friend, friends and roommates because you'll ruin your friendship so don't moderate for somebody that you really like and you think they're really cool because yeah. you'll find out usually that they aren't very cool or they do stuff that irk you and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden it goes from being cool and, and uh, awesome to being a chore. So moderate because you have the wherewithal to be like, I can help this guy. I can help this girl. I can do whatever I want. I see a lot of good potential. I want to join on that bandwagon. Don't do it because ah, they're cool. It'll make me look special. I'll have a little sword by my name. No, do it because you, you, you have that wherewithal. Then when you get into these conversations of you're having a bad day, you already got that thought process of I'm here to help the streamer grow. I'm here to help make the, the community a better place. Uh, you, you'll you have less of an impact of that really bothered me. I'm banning it because you're not in that place where you're already in the mindset of this is a chore. I need to do this. And no, it's more fun, more fun. Definitely. Yeah. So so go in with the right headspace. But definitely don't moderate. I've I've done it too much. It always ends up badly, and you always go the wrong way. For sure. And as as a streamer, um, have you had to do any banning yourself? And was it was it a difficult kind of situation for you? And and for me, just to give you a little context, for me, it was pretty easy for me to ban. There was a couple, and I've mentioned it in a podcast previous, but there was a a couple of guys. I think for sure they were like two teenage trolls. Uh, trying to get a rise out of me just like asking if I ate dog and stuff like that. And I'm just like, well, that's an easy ban. Click. <laughs> How about whoa, whoa, you? Whoa, but you didn't answer the question. Did you? Do, do you eat dog? I, I'm, I'm very concerned here. <laughs> no. Please say no. <laughs> no. All right, good. Um, well, they saw I, they I'm were, proud to say. They saw that they were, I was Asian and that's why they asked it, right? So they really kind of dug into it. And I'm just like, well, yeah, that's a quick ban. Saying like, no, I don't, first of all. And second of all, that's pretty racist. <laughs> See, and that's where I disagree, because I don't think that needed to ban. You could have easily just counter-trolled, and the, the situation would have been handled more epically. Your chat would have had so much more hilarious moments with it of, oh, what are you, what are you doing coming in talking about how you eat dogs? Do you, do you eat dogs? Turn it back on them. I, oh, I yeah, love yeah. that stuff. That is prime material. 
But I, I, I've only banned one person from my chat, and mm -hmm. that's because they, I, I, I love them. They have really good positive attitude. They mean well, but it, it, it's, I, I, I'm not a professional. So when I say that they have Asperger's, mm -hmm. I, that's pre purely my perspective. I don't know if they do or don't, but they don't have the social clues. And they kept talking about like Borderlands this or how I have all these big guns that, and I'm like, after trying to coach him into, you know, a normal civilized conversation, yeah. I found it a drain on the community because he killed conversations. He had repeat conversations. It was, it was not good. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm proud to have banned him. I'm proud to only have one person banned. Yeah. I just, I, I wish there was a better way to go about some people not being able to fit in with a community. Oh, that's a that's a loaded statement that last one for sure oh I, there, I, there's people that oh, will man. fit and there's people that won't yeah i know exactly what you mean man holy moly and that is something that i've 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 struggled with too and you know people who d do not fit into the community and those um and i don't mean like they don't fit i mean like they fit for a little while and then you know different things came up and and you know they they all of a sudden, obviously, it just it did just didn't mesh with the with with the with the majority, and that's unfortunate. And I do love every single one, and they they have those people who are no longer part of my community fully. Oh no, actually, like fully, fully, uh, basically self banned themselves because unfortunately they they felt that you know they don't belong in the community that that I'm trying to build and. Uh, I mean, all the power to them to understand that they don't fit in, uh, but I don't know how to make them fit in, and it's, it's very difficult. And it's uh, and it kind of hurts me uh, as well a little bit because in my heart of hearts, I want everybody to uh, to have a place to hang out. And unfortunately, my stream wasn't for them. And, and it's like not my stream, just my Discord and all that stuff too. Just not for them. And it's not you know something that, like you said, they're repeating things you know getting into arguments and argument getting being argumentative and you know i wish that they could figure out how to you know not be so difficult um and it's just i don't know it was it, it i totally get it i i have we've we've had something like that too but i don't don't think we've we've banned them it's just unfortunately it was a social uh, back turning, I guess, if you want to call it that way. Well, see, I, I want to put more emphasis. It's not just because he didn't fit in. I, I did like personally message the guy and I was like, you need to cut down on, on some of these comments. And he pretty mm -hmm. much then threw it back into my face and said, you know, I'll say what I want. You you can't censor me, whatever. But I'll I'll eventually come crawling back to him. And I was like, that's that's not how we handle this. There's people that are uh, able to be coached and be part of the com community and when i say coach I, I mean i'm not like you're drawing up a battle plan of you know they're on the left wing and they need to shoot on the goal all the time from the point no that's not that's not the coaching i'm doing the coaching is simply you know getting them into the conversations having conversations with them what do they like what do they not like those sorts of coaching to to be part of the team because when people understand more about you know what you like what you don't like what what causes you to have passions 
you get more involved. Yeah, exactly. When you're, when you're just bringing up, oh, all I do is play Borderlands, uh, you, you need more hobbies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh man. That's a Borderlands is a good game. I, I don't I, yeah. I don't have a problem with it, but if that's your world, hey, go on, have have at it. But there's there's more to life than Borderlands. No, that is true. That is so true. And and it's it's uh it's such an interesting topic as we kind of grow and we kind of build the communities that we want and and do something that is uh you know I, I in my opinion, I think what we do is is also a really big thing for some people who have a hard time heading out and that's why like i said it kind of hurts me a little bit because you know the people who who aren't with with the stream and the 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 discord anymore and whatnot they're you know some of those people don't get out you know and they're they have they find it hard to socialize and like you said by doing the coaching and the same thing i've, I've did my best to do it and just be like hey let's figure out how we're going to do this and then it's just they're, they're just a puzzle piece that doesn't fit and unfortunately and unfortunately Probably well, have with this coaching, I, I want to point out that that's usually where you have the, the streamers that have like three viewers. I, I don't want to say that that's a bad thing because there's a lot of days I have three viewers. But mm -hmm. when, when you don't have the following, where you don't have anybody and you don't know how you're growing, I, it's because you're lacking that coaching skill. You you aren't bringing people in with, yeah. with, uh, uh, with, with personal development, uh, whatever you want to say there. Um, but it, it's more the coaching that, that brings people together then not coaching and, and just doing your own lone wolf thing people typically won't be joining your community or your team so yeah. you really got to look at it from like a coaching perspective for sure no for sure but yeah wow such such a breadth of topics uh, this streaming uh thing has um but uh we have to uh, stop the the podcast and i'm sure that we have so many more things to 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 chat about zam and uh i'm really glad that you were able to uh take the time out this morning to uh, speak with me thank you so much again and i apologize that i've been uh unfortunately aloof these last two weeks uh two weeks these last two months i've been quite busy uh trying to get through busy season at work and um i really appreciate you you uh hanging out and chatting with me today no problem. It's an honor coming on. I love how you, you give me the time to give you my opinion. Uh, that's what people come to Twitch for is to hear my opinion. But you actively sought me out and, and you know, it, it's a wonder to, to be here, to be able to share my opinion, my perspective. And I love what you're doing. Keep doing it because I want to keep hearing what other people have to say. Awesome. Thank you again. And uh, I really do appreciate that, too. And you know what? I, I also wanted to hear your opinions about, about these things. This is why I'm doing it and, and wonder why, you know, I, I wonder why I do this thing, too. And um you know if uh if you get a we get a chance i would love to have you back on again and um <clears throat> talk more about this this uh streaming topic and and what we do and hopefully uh uh you um you enjoyed being on here and uh, where where can people find you and how can how can they get in contact with you or or um wh where do you stream mostly well, I stream on Twitch, obviously twitch.tv slash Zam. Uh, that's Z-E-A-L-O-U-S-Z-A-M. I know people don't typically spell it that way. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of people spell it Z-E-E. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a different thing, but I'm also at Zelzam on Twitch. Uh, sorry, Twitch, Twitter. I don't have a YouTube yet. I'm working on it. Yeah. Uh, I have other things as well, but mostly Twitch and Twitter. That's my main two hits. And if you like polls, you'll love my twi Twitter. Oh yeah, he, the polls are fantastic on your on his Twitter, so I totally enjoy them. I try to answer all the time whenever I see them up. 
<laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, thanks again. And um, yeah, let's uh, wrap this thing up, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed uh, my interview with uh, Zealous Zam here. Uh, totally check us out on uh, twitch.tv slash Brian's Republic when, when I stream. You can find this podcast on Spotify, uh, Google Play Music, and uh, iTunes. You can also... Um, Use anchor.fm if you want to start your own podcast. Totally check them out. But I think that's going to be it. Zam, thank you again. Thank you. And uh, we will uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. I'm watching Brian's Republic. I love it. I watch it even when I'm in public. I sub it. If you want to watch Final Fantasy, don't watch my channel. Be Brian got a handle C. We played FF12. Texas, and it's over here.